0: Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel.
1: I am Oluwani Femi. I'm
0: Chingba's room. And I'm Bolu. Yeah, so how are we doing? Um, um, if you are listening, sorry, my voice is this. Like <laughs> <coughs> my voice is like this. Uh, I've been under the weather this week and I don't know what's in the air. That I'm breathing. I don't like the air of Nigeria anymore. I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you come and carry you out, Abi.
0: Just, just come and take me for a vacay, or Dubai. Do, you don't f- want to go to Ghana. commit a crime. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah? what,
0: what, what? What's? What's? What's your? What's the you call all of your problems? No your no. respective problems. <laughs> Even
2: Sudan is not bad. Abi,
0: so, they have nice weather. Did they tell you I want to fight war? Or what? <laughs> they are <laughs> no longer fighting war. Oh, okay. So I should do peacekeeping. Mm. <laughs> yeah. all right it's it's been an interesting week and a lot of ups downs um.
1: <laughs> mostly downs
0: yeah let's mm. let's try to focus uh-huh. on the ups right <laughs> especially I mean, downs let's try to focus on the ups bro we, okay. we don't care about your crypto wallet. <laughs> uh,
3: okay. Okay. how's that going Bolu?
2: It's, not go- it's not going well
1: please send what? send love and light to him yeah it's, it's
3: going so. badly you guys hanging on for dear
0: life. You can give us a ticket for two to Madivs. Mm-hmm. I will consider him. Yeah, but okay. focusing on the ops. I mean, Lagos state government is trying to... They said they want to adopt the <laughs> Nigerian startup B at a state level. And for some reason, Chingo even find that funny.
3: Oh, I don't find it funny. It's just they said that's... But they did. I know, like, it sounds like they gave me... That is when you're a student. Okay, they so gave used me to F. Say that you got an F. They so gave I, me F. As I got A. <laughs> yeah. So, Emmanuel um, has already said this. Um, the Lagos State Government wants to localize the Nigerian Startup Bill. So, if you are not aware, the the Nigerian Startup Bill is this collaboration um, between the government and the startup community. So. Um, they are trying to cre- basically create rules of engagement for startups and the government. So they are doing things like um, outlining what qualifies a business as a startup. Um, they are also trying to like create an investment fund for st- for startups. The bill would also cover work on talent development and um, some incentives for founders and investors. So, the idea is that um, Nigerian startups typically have had issues with regulation. Um, the I think the most popular one is probably the crypto ban and the um, Okada ban. Mm. So, those are like the most popular regulatory issues. And um, some people um, reportedly said they, like they were in talks with the government and then the next day they came out to see a ban on Okada. So, um this is like a proactive step to ensure that things like that don't happen so um last I think it started last year, yeah, it started last year, and um they've been moving slowly towards getting the um the legislature to pass the bill so um based on recent updates um the federal executive council that's the I say the executive body of the executive arm of Nigerian of the Nigerian government has approved it. So it's now waiting to be sent to the um Senate and House of Assembly for them to actually approve it. So that's like the last um the last step for it to be to come into law. So um the Lagos State government now wants to do something similar for um legal state and The special advisor to the Governor on Innovation and Technology, um, Tsubosun Alake, please, I hope I didn't bother your name. He (laughs) did well.
1: He did well, surprisingly.
3: (laughs) Okay, so um, he was talking at the Co-Create Tech Expo in Lagos, and he said, we are trying to domesticate the Nigeria Startup Bill for Lagos State because going by the federal system we operate in Nigeria, each state is a jurisdiction on its own. And for state actors to be to be able to implement some of the provisions of the law, they themselves have to domesticate. So, um, he's basically making a case for Lagos State having their own version of the Startup Bill. And I think it makes sense. Lagos is like the... Yes, most of the funding comes to Nigeria, but we know that it's Nigeria, Nigeria. There is actually Lagos. So, mm-hmm. Lagos is Lagos like... Lagos
1: and the rest of and Nigeria.
3: Exactly. So... It actually makes sense to try to regulate or support. um, Well, if if
1: anything, if I'm glad to hear anything, there is the fact that no, we've been asking for deliberations, like getting the chance to speak with um, the government, with the regulators, and get what um, let them have a feel of the mind of of the people that are building. Yeah, and they and them sharing um, what they can do to make lives better for people that are building here. Yes. So, if the avenue is being is created for them to have these conversations, I think it would be nice. Yeah. But then on the side, on the other side, this is not the first time they've been having this kind of conversations. I've been coming yeah. out of it. So, pinch of salt.
3: <laughs> well, to be fair, the Lagos State government has they, they've had um, initiatives to support businesses. Like okay, so the. <laughs> Lagos State's <Because laughs> um, employment trust fund. Okay, they have a lot that's of programs that employed how many thousand youths? I don't know In how many Vegas. people they employ. Okay, but these are uh,
0: so when you are creating a, a, a trust fund like that, yeah, at the end of the year, we should be able to see like some reports that shows that okay,
3: this is what you've so, done. So so, number of so, people so, so number of
0: youths have been employed
3: through
0: your initiative.
3: Well. Okay, so I, I I haven't like done any in-depth work on the let say the impacts of that arm um, of the government, but they they provide workspace vouchers, so they partner with um, workspaces in Lagos, mm-hmm. and then the basically the cream of the crop of startups that apply to the program, they give you guys workspace vouchers. So workspace vouchers basically means they cover a cost of what it costs. To, to use, use those work, workspaces, yes. so they also give loans to these workspaces to expand their business. The so most of the criteria, the major criteria is for the for the um, the startups, for example, you must be headquartered in Lagos, or the founder has to be a Lagos resident. Mm-hmm. Then um, the the hubs as well must have their headquarters in Lagos. There's also the talent development. So they they have like several training programs that they run with um, other trainers. So they partner with guys like Slate Cube and a few other startups or organizations that are training young people. Mm -hmm. Then they also have a co-investment scheme. So um, by the way, the Lagos, sorry, the Nigerian Startup Bill has um, an investment fund or they, they, it plans to have sure. an investment fund. Sure. Or, and um, they are also trying to replicate some, something similar with the startup bill. So yeah, um, those are like some of the things. I think the LSETF has like a $24 billion, uh, sorry, billion billionaire um, fund that they use to invest in startups. And they also give student loans. So those are, these are just like only five of what they do. And um, yes, I I think it's 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 important that we actually sit down, look at the impact of all of this. Mm-hmm. But they are like
1: good initiatives. The way yeah. you're mentioning them, I'm happy. But but are there are there um, proof that to, it's working? Yes, you get. Mm. Do we have proof? A head of testimonials. Of course, mm. I I know of um one LST is it TDF fund mm. that was used to build a. A, an engineering hub somewhere in let's see, one, one local government like that in Lagos State. I was there when the place launched sometime in two, two, 2020. 2020. Oh, okay. is it, was it 2019 or 2020? One of the two. Yeah. So I, we know of that, yeah. right? But yes, we have, we have to know many of these coming up, right? We are yeah. not saying those initiatives do not exist. We just have to know that they are actually impactful. To the people that they
3: are meant for, mm. right? Yeah, well, I, I think for us to get an idea of the impact, we would have to speak with um, the LSETF to get a clearer picture because um, I was checking the website and I, I didn't see a lot of like reports like that, so um, we, would, we would probably have to speak with them to like get an idea of. The impact of what they are doing. But I, I still think it's it, it's um, important because yes, the Nigerian Startup Bill is good, mm-hmm. but um, that's like the same problem we keep on having in the country. Yes, something is supposed to happen at the federal level, but the state is where the actual action happens. Oh so yeah, what's happening at the state level? And with small governments being receptive of this, like I, I think Yes, push for it at the national level, but if there's an enabling environment, maybe it doesn't even have to be a bill. It could just be a few acts or policies made by that will the, compel the yeah.
1: state governments to act. It, and mm-hmm. if this goes well with legal, legal state government, I think others will follow suit Okay.
0: So this is my issue, mm. and it's not been quiet since. Yes. So I've been waiting uh, for you. Okay. <laughs> so now look at it this way: the biggest startup economists don't yeah. have startup acts.
3: Mm. yeah silicon valley you did the uk
0: and start acts if you look at the pattern of countries that enact startup acts they are usually meant for small countries that don't have like this big economic presence okay. able to attract yeah. startups and innovations and startup investment mm. into their country so yeah. investors will not probably not see togo as a viable market when mm. compared to Nigeria, because Nigeria has the huge, big market, right? So yeah. Nigeria already has a lot of existing laws and initiatives to mm. be able to support businesses. We don't need one Another special. One. Start. Of course, it's a nice to have, mm. but for me, I think startup acts are a luxury mm. that we don't necessarily need. And even if we have them, it's just to score points. and. <laughs> just to score points point. point. oh point. yes yeah. oh this government gave you the startup of acts and from the look of things since it has uh sent to the national assembly nothing has been done, done. so far yeah. so good right we've had other stuff coming up they've been busy no. with other stuff so of course i don't know but let's move on let's move on because <laughs> um when you look at this government and when the government is trying to draw you close and trying to it's looking like they want to engage what they then go on to do, you will now start, okay, is this the same guy that I was talking with about start of <laughs> and innovation? They are very uh, it's it's a forward thinking bill, it's a forward thinking uh, initiative. There's it's basically
3: a situation of um you don't need this. So how about you execute on what you already have?
0: Exactly. If if mm. business, Fair if, point. The, if the Nigerian business environment was already supportive, a lot of yeah, startups you would, thrive. True.
3: Definitely. Because yeah. what I'm seeing the startup you're covering is something that a general, um, like a general healthy business environment would, already cover. would cover. So incentives for startups, probably some salaries and all. You could spread it across, not just startups, it could be anybody at all. So yeah, those are those are issues. So so speaking
0: about uh, government doing something good on one hand, of course, I decided to start with the good, the seemingly good initiative. But on the other hand, of course, state federal agencies for me, they're one and the same thing. (laughs) So, but this is not on the state level. Now we now have on the federal level the, the Nigeria's Technology Regulator. Has introduced a code of practice for social media platforms. They plan to regulate social media platforms, mm. and uh, honestly, <laughs> just social media, not just social media actually. But they
1: said, um, "Internet yeah. intermediaries, online platforms, basically um, it, um, platforms where people that brings people together that the Nigerians use, yeah. right for." either interaction or to get information or for basically anything, like digital environment.
3: So does that include finance?
1: It's it, it kind of.
3: Because I I couldn't really say who is covered and who is not covered.
1: Let's put that on the vagueness of some of these bills okay. and some of this act, But they, they generally... Like it, there's a general umbrella called online platform or internet intermediaries, mm. or computer service platforms. Yeah, that's right. Like yes, if if you remember in our last podcast that was were on Tuesday, yeah. right, um, we we talked about the one of Kenya of ICT practitioner now, <laughs> one big, vague umbrella, and you put yeah. all of these people under, struggle under struggle and try to fit, right? It's, it looks like the thing here. So the, 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 the news is that um, Nigerian Technology Regulator, NITDA, National Information Technology Development Agency, that's a mouthful. <laughs> well, NITDA has announced issuing a code of practice for those people we've mentioned before, online platforms, some people on the smaller scale, some on the bigger scales, but the ones that actually bothers us are the social media platforms we use, the TikTok, the Twitter, Facebook. the Facebook, Instagram, Google, WhatsApp, right? And they're all under this. They're all covered under this code of practice. So um let's, let's look at the plan. Actually, the plan sounds good, looks good. On mm. paper so they want to make um, Nigerians safe using these platforms right so they want like, like there should be a mutual benefit between these platforms okay. and Nigeria as a country yeah. and then and Nigerians mm. so let's just have it at the back of our mind <laughs> while we go on with this conversation <laughs> their plans are good their plans are good we want Nigerians to be safe using this platform so we just want to protect Nigerians right so it's for a good cause okay. but the thing is this this bill whenever whenever the conversation come about um, come up on this bill this needs that bill is is needs bill 2007 conversations always come up to kind of refine it it's outdated for the kind of tech um tech growth that is going on these days right and yes sometimes to, as, as as recent as last year right, conversations came up again about the section c's of the bill that talks about needs having the authority to regulate these platforms and yes now they are putting their power into use and coming up with a code of practice so what is inside the code of practice a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of things, but this lot of things, the reason it always gets pushbacks anytime they come up because they're always about taxing, sanctioning, licensing. But, but the goal is to, it's for mutual benefits. Why is it always about all this? So in the code of conduct, you see something like a company, uh, a tech company or online platform, to operate in Nigeria or for Nigerians to use it, that's to be incorporated in Nigeria. Then there is a part of must have a physical office. Mm-hmm. Then there's a part of you must have a government person as a licensing officer on your th- on your board. Then there's a thing of review details about the user when they ask for it. Yeah. Then it goes as far as okay, you're expected to, to do CSRs. Like, okay, contribute to researches, make sure you do like digital literacy um, sessions for citizens and all. A lot of things like that and I'm wondering these tech platforms, they might not really be bothered about it. Right? But it falls back on the people that want to use it. And that is why conversations are coming up again that people don't, Nigerians are saying no, stakeholders are saying no, we don't want this. Let's talk about this. Let's refine this.
0: So I don't think it's about making, so everything, I feel it's, everything has heavy, heavy political undertones, right? Mm -hmm. And For for the sake of this, for the sake of time, I'm not even going to go with the political undertones, but let's take a look at this critically. They said they want to make the online platform safe. Now let's look at a jurisdiction that is trying to make online platforms safe. Exactly. Which is the European union, mm. a very, very, very strong data protection regulation, the GDPR. It's so strong and, uh, it's so strong. And when you even look at all the things that is contained in the GDPR, and if you look at the terms and conditions of European startups, in the UK, no, okay, of course, the UK is leaving the EU. But if you look at the terms and conditions of European startups, then compare it with US startups or Canadian startups or African startups, you will see how robust these companies need to be with protecting the data of their customers. Mm-hmm. The NDPR has not been pushed well enough. It has not been uh, developed well enough. And of course, any expert you talk to would actually highlight the fact that the NDPR is not even as robust as it as should supposed be. supposed to be. Okay. Those are the issues that, that should f- should be tackled. Focused on. You want to standard organisation of Nigeria. What kinds of phones are coming into Nigeria? Mm-hmm. To make sure that the phones don't explode when you are charging or chargers don't. There are many many things that you could do to keep Nigerians safe.
1: But that's what I said. Most of the time, when conversations like this come up and you are trying to say you want Nigerians to be safe, it comes with we will sanction you if you don't do this. You have to be licensed. You have to pay one percent. Um levy. So it's all about control. Yes, but it's all about it's control. The
3: African parent syndrome, like right. you must either do it my way or not. It doesn't look like yes, you want to make people safe, but it just looks like you're the one who is going to benefit from it.
1: So it's about
0: precedence.
1: Like mm. this government that is going to tell you that this is our definition of misinformation. Yeah. And they are probably the lord of misinformation,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and the definition will be so vague. You can apply yeah, to anything, anything. that they exactly.
1: Don't like. So, how do you? How do you want us to believe you? Yes, what you are trying to bring are best practices in other parts of the world, right? But the precedence you've shown us, like you can't define what is misinformation. You can't define what is, what can cause. There's a part there that adds that that any content that is put on your platform that can cause unrest, that can cause violence and stuff like that. Who defines that? You've not made (laughs) us to trust you to an extent that we can leave you to decide what is what. So why leave the weightier things?
3: You know what's, what's funny, in That um uh, code is the part where part we are talking about prohibition, mm-hmm. and they were trying to define prohibited material as anything that is objectionable on the grounds of public interest. So vague. Morality, order, morality. Security, <laughs> why? Why? Why right. why is see, see, the government constitution see, of morality?
1: See, see who is asking for you to be moral.
3: So that's the that's the uh, Problem now. What?
1: So the, the interesting thing is that Twitter seems to be the first one to be, that might have to abide by all this code of practice, all yeah. these things. So comes back about. to
3: what Emmanuel was saying.
1: Yes, because well, let's say Nigerian government have shown them <laughs> in quotes, and the the clauses that they were given for them mm. to get out of the 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 trenches. Yes, was to meet up with this and. We got to find out that Twitter is now registered in Nigeria, Yeah, right? It shocked me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they, they registered in April 2022, but that's yeah. That's so fine. who
1: says they've not met other
0: other
1: other, other things? So I think we will just stakeholders will keep speaking up. When mm-hmm. they release the code of conduct, they ask that stakeholders should bring their thoughts, and they are open to negotiation. So let's see how it turns out.
0: <laughs> okay, that's that's cool. I mean. Uh, I remember in 2019, there was a social media bill that made rounds and uh, several activists and uh, civil rights organizations actually spoke out. They went to court and they won. So there's actually hope that, yes, this will not see the light of the day. And uh, But yes, the government is talking about keeping us safe, but we can't always guarantee that. But I mean, <laughs> Kenya is up to something mm-hmm. about keeping people safe. Uh, a crime forensic lab or something. But yes. What's going on there? So All he's, right. he's not talking about blockchain today. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I'm <laughs> not playing blockchain. No, 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 no. Okay.
2: All right. So um, I, I'm talking about something totally different today. They are um, not
0: using blockchain.
1: No. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, Kenya, Kenya is up to something interesting. Kenya is up to some CSI in New York. NCIS level kind of stuff. <laughs> <All> right. Right. <laughs> Please
1: pay this and again. <laughs> 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 wait yes. for it.
2: Alright, so the they just launched a a forensic lab. A, a forensic lab that is supposedly worth um 34.1 million dollars in our naira. That's like 20.4 billion naira in Kenyan shilling. That's around 3.9 billion Kenyan shillings and it's massive it's it's it, they've actually been waiting for it for over two decades for the lab to be complete and they two, just two launched what? two decades you heard right <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> um. two decades it's 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 a massive it uh, i mean it's a massive word? 34, million, 34 wait, let
1: it, you, you know you know for, for some for you to wait yeah. for 20 years to see something it's saying massive please believe bolu
3: and even, even Abraham now i waited that long.
2: 34.1 million dollars. 34 million
3: dollars. <laughs> Billion. Well, don't worry, go ahead. Mi, million. No, million. Okay. <laughs> and he for 20 years. Yes. Okay,
2: so okay what's there? Yeah, <laughs> the the president of Kenya, Uhuru Kenyatta, um, unveiled, launched the club um this week. And they've, 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 they've They've shown us... Okay, don't let me... I did not see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, But they've spoken about some of the things that are in the lab. Before they actually created this lab, most of their findings as crime scenes and things like that, they actually had to take it to South Africa to analyze. Mm. And, you know, getting justice is already a very slow process. Mm. So talk less of now having to go... Out of the country to analyze data, and it's it's a good development. Yeah, I, I think it's it sounds nice. But some some of the things that really caught my attention is you know they now have a cyber security forensic lab. You know, in addition to the regular forensics, and in the regular forensics they have things like um, fingerprint, fingerprint. What's it called now? A kind of a, a, a kind of lab where they can you know have records about your fingerprints have records about your DNA have records about um, transactions things like that and when you think about it it's very important because in Kenya in 2020 Kenya recorded about 401 million <laughs> cases of um, cybersecurity security, Cyber, four hundred and one million cyber security cases, and when you think about it, yes, cyber, yeah, crimes, and that's huge. Like that's that's really big. Four hundred and one million. There weren't details of how much that is, like in terms of looking at the monetary value Mm -hmm. of those crimes. Mm -hmm. Yes, but when you think about it, that's 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 pretty huge, and
1: it is. I I think, well. As you mentioned at the beginning, it's giving the vibe, the FBI exactly. and CSI vibes. Yeah. It's good to know, right? Mm-hmm. It's good to know. It's for the fact that it's a kind of, for, for our country and it's only really one lab that is there, it's still a good development.
3: <laughs> Do we have Look, any in
1: here? <laughs> that was where I was going. Okay. Right. I don't, I am I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there is, but it sounds it, to to know. It sounds good to know, mm. and it is. If if anything, it might actually help in fighting crime to an yes. extent. Yes. Right, and for them to have waited for this for that long, it means that they've been working on the side to on the <laughs> things that it wants to <laughs> solve. No, wait, wait. Get benefit of doubt, guys. <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: Like, do you know the things that are inside this space? They said there's there forensic fingerprint identification, there's forensic document examination. How long
3: do other countries spend to do similar projects? Okay, okay, this,
1: this, this is where I'm going to. This is where I'm going to. For for, for for that kind of thing to be very effective in a country, there there has to be a, like a, a very good or robust data system. Because yeah. if even if you see my fingerprint or something, how can you trace it back to me if I don't have yeah, that's a national identity. That's Mm -hmm. another issue. You get Mm -hmm. so if they should solve they they should make sure that they've sorted out the basic things. Well basic information about their citizens. mm -hmm. Right? Because I don't know. Yeah.
2: Since since it took them twenty years, let's assume that.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Nigeria (laughs) giving a citizen's identity, how long has it taken?
0: <laughs> mm, not not, not, much. Not, not too long, not too long, not too long. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it has <laughs> been not since decade.
1: 2013 or when was that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that's like the electronic face. So, but no, no, let's not go there. Uh-huh. No, so, so, don't drag Nigeria into this matter. We're I'm just
1: saying, I'm just saying, I, yes. can only, yes. I can only yes. Yes. say what I'm what took I'm what is related
0: Yes, but actually, it's actually a good development. It is, it yeah, is. Good I'm
1: not disputing that, okay?
0: So, what's not, but
1: let's sort out the basic things, right. Why you are trying to fight crimes, mm-hmm. when you have this kind of um, equipment and you have this kind of facilities, mm. what are they building on? If you don't have the data with your citizens, there's no how it can be effective. True. There's no way it can be effective. If True. if I come from the trenches and I come and commit crime mm. in the urban area, how do you want to trace me if I don't have an identity?
2: Yes, and, and right. I think that's not the only question we, we need to be asking. Uh, we also need to be asking questions about um, the the detectives, the officers, like police officers that will be using these facilities, are hmm, they training Yes, Are they trained enough
1: to Again, use? as you said, they've been preparing for it for long. <laughs>
3: I think <laughs> that's, that's even the least of your problems <laughs> because, yes, it's a list of your problems. So, I don't know about Kenya universities, but I believe there are a lot of universities in Africa with criminology departments mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's nothing
1: to practice. But yes, now,
3: now they can go practice. So, that's cool. The, the important issue is do you have a database of citizens? Just
1: the database. That, 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 that would be it.
3: Because if you don't, uh, well.
1: well. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, a database. And so, I think Kenya has also been making some interesting strides in its digital IT department. And for the fact that majority of the population use mobile money. For you to register to get a mobile money account, you actually need to have some biometric exercises, mm. just like you have in Nigeria. So, there there could be, there's likely going to be an infrastructure that they can leverage to make this work. That's and cool, then. They the digital uh, ID, the rollouts, and they're experiencing legal issues. But, yeah. I think it can work, and don't 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 dwell don't dwell too much on the fact that it took them the decades. I mean, <laughs> good good things take time, you know. Mm. So, uh, that's and it's,
1: <laughs> it's, it's a clarion call to Nigeria, yes, yes and, I,
2: and 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 most and most African countries actually, because this now puts you know Kenya in a position where they can operate the same way you know international. Let me say the way uh, advanced countries global start, South. yes the way they they tackle crime in those countries. You know, when when I was looking at, you know, some of these things that they have, the forensic fingerprint identification, forensic documents, and... You only see it in movies. Yes, you only see it in movies. You don't see it in... <laughs> you know, you, you are watching CSI now. You are seeing... How many,
0: how many, many crime scenes have you been to Bolu in Nigeria? Please, you come on. You not see yellow okay.
2: tape. Yeah, you are saying Hollywood is just lying to us, <laughs>
0: No, in Nigeria, how many crime scenes have you been to? You don't know if they're using it there. Come on, okay. Cri-
2: Come cri- on. Crime scenes in Nigeria don't even look like crime scenes. Do do you don't see yellow ha- ha- tape. Have you ever
0: seen a crime scene? In Nigeria? Well, Nigeria. I've, seen, well,
1: I've yeah, seen a crime scene. I've seen crime scenes.
3: I don't know. Nigeria itself is a I've crime scene. Cri- so wait, so wait, no
1: I can remember one vividly.
3: Yeah,
1: then in Ondo State, okay, close to Akure Airport something just landed and broke the road into two we don't know maybe it was an alien ship or it was a bomb blast nothing
0: wow.
1: mm. i was seeing people making videos close there? to the cave
0: you were there
1: i was not there it's i saw like my brother went there to go and make a video there is no <laughs> yellow tape wow there was no yellow tape people were very close it's like the thing caused the cave are going to in far. the road? Cave, um, um, it, like the the road and caved in, in the middle of the road. We don't, we don't know. Maybe it was a bomb blast till tomorrow. Mm. We didn't know maybe an alien ship <laughs> like uh, landed there. My, my, just my money is on we, alien ship we don't know.
0: conspirators. But well, come on, come on, come there on. There was let's, no yellow
1: tape. Nothing.
0: Let, let's calm down. It's a crime uh, scene. So I'm, I'm
1: just giving down. you. I'm just giving but you. you, just giving you then,
3: then, is that a crime
1: scene? See, what do you call See,
0: see. <laughs> if, let's say, a murder happened in on the entrance of one street, eh? mm-hmm. the entire street is a crime scene, mm-hmm. right? The typical Nigerian police way is to just come to that street and start Back arresting. everybody. Pack hey, everybody hey. inside. Exactly. Then you start bailing. That. See, there are many the ways They will, to will do be this.
1: tampering with evidences.
0: Okay, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you that <laughs> caused this. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's interesting developments and uh, all the way from the start-up bail in Kenya and... In sorry,
1: Nigeria. Sorry.
0: <laughs> The startup bill in Nigeria. In Lagos, actually. Being domesticated in Lagos. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, the NIDA code of practice, a lot of issues. I and mean, it feels like we've seen this movie before. We saw it with the social media bill. We saw it with the, uh, with the broadcast code. That, those are stories that you actually find on the TechPoint website. We'll be linking to them in this episode. But let's know your thoughts. I mean, let's hear what you think about everything we've discussed. Yeah, You can tweet with the hashtag Tech Point Africa Podcast or email us with the po- uh, email Podcast at TechPoint.Africa. Africa, or if you're listening to us and you feel like this is something that your friend should hear, uh, you can get this on um, Google,
2: Google th- Podcast, Apple <laughs> Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, sorry, Hi Radio, and anywhere else you get your
1: podcast. I right. want to say my version of that: uh, Google uh, Podcast, Apple, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Hi Radio, <laughs> Podcast. Okay, I give up.
0: All right, see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.